And on Culture File, it's time for the latest from Jennifer Walsh, in which our correspondent notices a stirring in the world of petfluencers, those social media accounts that carefully nurture the online clout of animals. This is Jennifer Walsh's Things No Things. I follow humans on Instagram, but I also follow some animals as well. It's relaxing to check in with what Azuki, the Japanese hedgehog, is doing, watch Nala, the cat, sleeping on a laptop. Animals on Instagram tend to do a lot of the same things humans do. They go for walks, they nap, they eat. But recently, it's emerged that something is happening in the pet influencer world that has never, to my knowledge, happened with any humans on Instagram. Influencers are now cloning their pets so that the animal, or at least their brand, can live on after it dies. Input magazine recently profiled the owner of Willow the wolf dog, who was succeeded by his clone Phoenix. Now, cloning pets isn't new. Barbara Streisand famously cloned her dog Samantha back in 2018. The press had a field day with that, but given that Barbara Streisand built a fake street of shops in the basement of her house, a fake street of fully stocked fake shops where she pretends to buy gifts for her friends, as far as I'm concerned, cloning her pet is not the strangest thing she's ever done. Streisand used the American company Viagen to clone Samantha and I must admit that I go to Viagen's website with a cynical mindset. Plenty of dogs and cats in shelters needing homes, etc. A fool and their money, etc. But as I start to read through the client testimonials, I find myself contemplating philosophy, ontology, the notion of what a human or non-human being is. I find myself moved. Viagen clients talk about difficult childhoods, about being moved from foster home to foster home and how their pets, when they found them, became their world. Clients talk about how their pets made them better people, made them feel such deep love, gave them a sense of family. They talk about how devastated they were when their pets died. The clients are fully aware that the clone will never be the same as their original pet. One client in particular, the owner of a cat called Bits, discourses at length about the cloning process, writing about how they understand their pet is not a collection of cells, that she is as much a product of nearly two decades of love and interaction with us and the world around her as she is her DNA. I know you can't clone a soul. Bits's owner goes on to describe how they're undergoing the cloning process because it offers them something unique. The ability to intertwine the moments you've cherished so much in a familiar face with a new set of memories that will carry you into the future. And this is what blows me away about humans even on a site for cloning pets, we're wrestling with the big questions. Bits's owner describes a new way of interacting with a new type of being in the world. They've thought this through and they're open to this new experience. And given that Microsoft, 
patented technology last year that would reincarnate deceased people as chatbots using material drawn from their social media posts and chat logs. It seems like we're all going to be contemplating these sort of relationships a lot more in the future. Jennifer Walsh there with Things Know Things. And next time on Culture File, Katsura Sunshine and the Japanese tradition of stand-up comedy, Rakugo, performed, of course, sitting down.